From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Take your fucking diaper off. Yes. Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> On the show today, three murder suicides, all undertaken by jealous husbands or boyfriends. With the stabbing and the shooting, you see. Rich Carucci, hey Rich. Hey Pat. Now you've uh, certainly had your share of uh, you know run-ins with the opposite sex, right? Oh yes, I have. Yeah, and you're uh, you're a widower. I am. I am a widower. And not a suspect, which is the best no, way. No, to... I had an alibi. I was in front of a bunch of people at work in a firehouse at the time. I actually thought that when it happened. Yeah. I said, thank God I'm here. Why? She, I didn't know that she, did she die a violent death? Uh, no, unfortunately. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> she, I don't know if it was a um, seizure or what. She had had medical problems and my son came home and just found her on the floor done. Wow. That's rough. Yeah. And be on your son, I mean, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. his mom. But to you, just some lady you were kind of like uh, uh, still, hmm. She well, she was, if you're divorced and she dies, is are you still a widower at that point or are you a divorced guy? I don't know, but I eventually moved in with her husband and took care of the kids together. So it's just a weird situation. And how that's not a sitcom. In the house that she passed away and we moved, we lived there. And I don't know how it is in a sitcom. I don't know. I really, really don't. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's uh, <laughs> officers were summoned to a violent Brooklyn apartment and discovered the grisly remains of what was once a romance. One 30-year-old man in a jealous rage had shot his former girlfriend in the head and then shot her new boyfriend in the chest before killing himself. I assume by shooting. The ex-boyfriend, Darnell Solomon, and his former girlfriend, uh, <laughs> Janet, I, I emphasize the wrong word, and his former girlfriend, and his former girlfriend, Janet Duncan, 24 years old, wow, so young, died, uh, they died at a hospital while the victim's boyfriend, that's Miguel McLawrence, uh, one of the great uh, Mexican-Irishmen, <laughs> 33, he was expected to survive. Now, that is good, because if there's an innocent person in all that, it's the guy who Absolutely. is not involved in that immediate relationship. I mean, what do you expect the world to say no to your girlfriend just because she's with you? Or, you know, it's your ex, for that matter. Uh, you know, your ex, you're a mad ex. I guess, really, nobody's to blame. If if, she, if he's an ex, then why is he uh, going to back to... They do that, though. Some guys hang on. They don't know how to say no, let go. It's crazy. I'm interested in your uh, experiences uh, as you listen. If you have ever had a situation where an ex has come after you, write me at Pat Dixon, P-A-T-D-I-X-O-N-N-Y-C at gmail.com. Would love to hear your story. It was the third murder-suicide in a week in New York involving domestic violence. That's just among the ones involving domestic violence. Not a lot of murder-suicides don't involve domestic violence, I would think. I mean, why would you do murders? Not not as many people do a murder-suicide, say, with a boss, a co-worker, uh, the mailman. You know, I mean, it's going to be somebody in your home. You have to really hate... I mean, an ex-boyfriend, he didn't even... There's no even commitment. Lifetime commitment is one of those things that, that kind of, I think, escalates shit. It elevates it to a new level. Like, I'm stuck with this woman forever, and she's going to do this to me. Uh, I, I said uh, we said our vows. You know, there's more of a sense of, like, uh, being betrayed almost by a family member. But when it's a, somebody who's just a girlfriend, then, like, what are you so pissed about? You know, women come, women go. Move on. You'd rather kill this girl than go fuck some other girl. And ruin your life, too. If you don't kill yourself, you're going to prison. He was so angry about it, he killed himself. Oh, no, he did. And he, he probably died thinking 
that he smoked this other guy, but he did not. You never hear of a suicide murder. It's always murder, suicide. Never yeah. <laughs> yeah, the poor guy. He thought he was getting laid and get shot. And, God damn. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, I'm sure. Uh, he does it. It doesn't look like that's going to be fatal. Uh, it occurred on a, on a Sunday afternoon in a second-floor apartment on a stretch of Utica Avenue in Flatlands neighborhood where small apartment buildings and townhouses sit near a scrapyard and a tire shop. I love the way the New York Times writes it. Boy, they really spell it out for you and set the scene. Three loud bangs startled a neighbor who recognized the sounds as gunfire called 911, and on Sunday evening, it was blocked off to traffic. Utica Avenue. As one or two police officers stood outside the building, the entrance was surrounded by police tape. That's routine, but they describe it. It's just it turns it into poetry. Mr. Duncan and Mr. So- <laughs> Miss Duncan and Mr. Solomon had previously lived together in the apartment. The police said, "Yes, Mr. Solomon, former resident, came in and blew everyone away. It seems, Mr. Solomon, why, why have you done this? Why, why so jealous of the ex?" It's unclear uh, how long ago the arrangement ended, and there's really no one to ask at this point, I suppose. But now it has reached a final end. You know, they're definitely not, I mean, they're, well, they're forever united, I suppose, in, in death. Uh, is it really, though? Is it really? That could happen to any of us where you just walk into a situation like that. Yeah, it could. It could happen to anybody. All you're doing is just like what a man naturally does. Chip Scooney has a great story on where he got stabbed. That's why if he ever dates a girl, he always asks her what floor she lives on because he couldn't jump out the window because it was the fourth floor. So he told me he always asked right away, what floor do you live on? You would think so, wouldn't you? Well, we take a break from the murder-suicide to talk about the story of a boy. Yes, a ninth floor fall for a seven-year-old boy with Down syndrome in the Boogie D. Kingston, known as King, fell from his ninth-floor bedroom window at the Bronx River Houses in Soundview. King had climbed through cardboard covering the side of the window next to the AC unit. He suffered a broken leg and serious head injuries, which, you know... They should have never brought him that Superman costume for Halloween. (laughs) Did it. Poor kid. Thank God he lived. He pulled an R. Kelly, believing he could fly. Neighbor oh. Jimmy Graham said he was making one, uh, making his morning coffee when he heard the kid screaming, and he ran outside, adding uh, he couldn't speak you know, because of his condition, so he screamed. Uh, his condition being he just fell from a ninth-floor window and also had Down syndrome. Yes. Kid's alive. He had a broken leg. God bless him. And, and the head injuries, yeah. He's, he survived that fall. Now, you know how often when there's a drunk driver they will survive an accident better than a sober driver yes because maybe they don't tense up in the same way that you might if you were sober i wonder and i don't know if this is like extending that logic too far but if a boy with down syndrome falls from a ninth floor window does he have a better chance in his like uh natural state of some type of limitation or you know like in the same way that that like when you um drive a car you are uh, uh what, what is the word that they use it incapacitates you to some degree whatever you want to call it but i wonder if 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 there's some way that the kid who uh i mean you know maybe he was wearing a helmet maybe yeah. maybe that helped maybe. you know i mean it's uh, weird his head and his legs so did he fall on his head or his leg because he broke his legs nine that's that's high that's, that's like high nine. you get yeah. a little bounce right yeah. oh. so maybe he bounced and yeah. uh, fell on the legs bounced and then fell on his head or bounced on his head and hit his legs uh i he, you know what he most if you land like on your back then your legs and your head hit 
I have some footage that I could show you, and maybe I will momentarily. I've heard of it before with a Down syndrome kid that jumped when the police were in the built in the apartment. He ran and jumped. I actually talked to cops I knew on the scene. Wow! He jumped, landed on a bottom roof, and he lived, but he got all busted up. And he got in big trouble. Running from the cops is wrong. Yeah. They, did they get him for resisting arrest? No, he was being punished by his family. And he just ran, and when the cops came and jumped right out the window and. That, you know what? I don't know what else you would expect from a kid. And he's yeah. terrified of the cops. And I'm sure that they got a, a lot of grief. But they're just doing their jobs. And they wear a uniform. And uh, that's recognized as a police uniform. And even among a kid like with Down syndrome, uh, kids with Down syndrome recognize the cops, I guess. you know, And they, and they oh, no, I'm going to jail. Uh, or, you know, I don't, I don't know. He's afraid of getting in trouble already. He thinks his parents just called the cops like to take it yeah. up a notch, probably. Like, oh, yeah, you are in big trouble this time, sir. Uh, that was not the story I was talking about, though. There was a story of a guy. I, I saw this. There's a jumper video, and I think it was in uh, Philly. A guy hits, and he didn't die, but his hand is just a bone. Or was it his leg? It's just like he's just like there's just a bone. It's not just a compound fracture. It's like his part of his body came off, and, and, he's, and he's just like he's just not screaming or anything he's just this blank look on his face and he's just kind of like looking around and Jesus. i don't see how he could have ultimately survived but you know hey stranger things have happened so anyway maybe chips cooney uh would have a better chance surviving that fall <laughs> <laughs> than he thought long way to go but there's your illustration now uh another story of of, of murder here uh, in in uh, New York City. A 46-year-old man was found hanging in his bedroom on West 121st Street. That's in Harlem. His wife and five-year-old girl had been found their throats cut. That's putting it mildly. Now, the woman uh, actually was, uh, her head was removed from her body with a knife. And uh, this was like a, a, like a f several inches, like serrated kind of a hunting knife uh, from what I understand. And uh, she, it was in her lap. She was in the kitchen with the head in her lap. Oh, Lord. Not in the kitchen. Did I say kitchen? Excuse me. Bathroom. They were both in the bathroom. Which, you know what? If you're going to make a big bloody mess, the bathroom is the best place. And we've all made a big bloody mess in the bathroom, I'm sure. But this type of thing, it's it's somebody has to clean it up. You know, they they have people oh, who come oh, in yeah, and, those, and uh, clean up the blood. Clean up people. Yeah, and they, it's a service, and they come in and uh, and they take care of everything. You know, and I'm sure that they're that they do uh, a, a wonderful, fantastic, incredible job because I've never seen signs uh, that somebody was murdered in any place like an apartment. And I'm, I know that in the course of time, say, I, you know, my old building was built in like 1850. You know. And it was an SRO, which means a lot of transient-type people had stayed there at one time. I just can't imagine that nobody was ever knifed in there. I mean, I almost knife people in there. You could tell by the carpets. We had a place where we pulled up the carpet and uh, had the pad underneath, and you could tell somebody bled out there. Mm. And they, they didn't—you're supposed to change all that stuff, and they never did. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's that. That's uh, there's regulations on that, right? Yeah, if they, you know— well, uh, the last time Jennifer Schlecht, that was her, um, that, that's the, the dead woman with her head cut off. The five-year-old daughter, the head was not totally removed, but it was basically, you know, it, it, it counted because it was barely still connected. And that's uh, his own kid? 
Yeah, killed his own kid. She was because she was determined to leave this guy. He's an abusive husband. And the tremble in her voice, her father said, revealed that she was afraid for her safety and that of her five-year-old daughter. He told her that uh, he was going to to ruin her or take all of them down. And uh, right he was. She didn't know uh, if he would carry on with threats or or carry the threats out, I'm sure. Jesus. Her worst fears were realized. When uh, police said they found Miss Schleck's decapitated body in the bathroom, the couple's daughter also there, the body of her husband now hanging in a bedroom. I believe it was uh, the daughter's bedroom door. He, uh, They said the husband was responsible for all three deaths. I think that's pretty clear. I mean, like, uh, you can hang yourself after after all that, but you can't uh, cut your own head off after hanging your yeah. husband. So, so I think we can put it on him. They also said the couple was in the middle of a divorce proceeding. She was in the middle. It's, it's not really quite right. She was had just served him with diver- divorce papers, Ooh. and he was not into it. He'd rather, you know, that that, that song, Elvis sang it, uh, you know, uh, play house, let's play house. You know, I'd rather see you here. I also came across a video of a walrus sucking his own dick. Had two and a half million views. Now there's a self-starter. Yeah. <laughs> Crime statistics continue to plummet citywide. I don't believe they're plummeting. I don't know if that's true. They've plummeted since two th- since since 1990. That's uh, crime stats have improved steadily for the last. How, how long ago was that? That's that's like what 28 years. They've, they've gone down. Nearly 560 New Yorkers, though, were killed in domestic violence incidents in the last eight years, Two thousand, or well, from 2010 to 2018. That's an annual city report that, that has that information. 560 killed in domestic violence incidents. Murder-wise, we're down to, I think, it's, it's been under 300 for several years. And um, we we do it, that does seem to kind of hover around a certain number and not, and, and not go up. Almost 50 of these victims, and nearly all of them were women, were killed by a partner who then took his or her own life. Uh, 50. So it's 50, almost 50 murder-suicides in uh, the span of time from 2010 to 2018. We have a special murder-suicide episode coming up. We're going to cover every single one of those in grisly detail. (laughs) It's probably all men, too, right? I don't see a woman shooting another woman because she's with a guy. This seems to be like guy stuff. Yeah, it mostly is. Guys yeah. can't let the let it go. It's like an insult or I don't know what it is. Well, the, you know, the guy has a, a has lot a, of chicks out there. I mean, you know, a lot of them, and especially in New York City, the women out not only outnumber men, but they outnumber them um, outnumber them in a way like the the available women. It's like I mean, it's not even fucking. They're they're very available. The, the available yeah. women. This is a it's a it's a. But you know what? When you got your heart set on that one girl, especially and now this guy's forty six. I don't know what his fucking excuse is. Yeah, you never is. had his heart broken before. You're forty six. A lot of times, having the kid too is a problem because it's yeah. like you know, my kid. You want to take, my, take away my kid? Ugh. Which I can, that to me is beyond understanding. Right. I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Like, now you you have a kid. You probably w- would have wanted to, you would have not wanted your kid taken away. I understand that it's like that when you have kids. When you don't have kids, I just look at that and I go, I don't, yeah, I don't ever want to see either one of you again. Yeah. yeah. Go I away. Had them on the weekends and I, during the week, I could get them whenever I wanted to. It was better off than living together and not getting along. And I never thought about shooting anyone. I think sometimes they're caught up in their own self-definition, right? Uh, For instance, uh, the police said they had no record of domestic incidents at the location in Harlem, but officials and family members said she'd filed an order of protection in 2016. Now, this is from Ms. Uh, Schlecht, uh, Mr. Schlecht, rather. Uh, This is her dad. 
uh, <laughs> who, uh, you know, is obviously grieving. And, um, and and this is the quote from Mr. Schlacht, and this is about the, the husband there. He said he was not going to lose, that he always wins. So I think that it must be like that, you know. That they, That's they, winning? Who is he, Charlie Sheen? That's yeah. <laughs> winning! <laughs> yeah, he's like t- Tom Brady, you know. Like, it's, it's, is it that big a deal to... To, to, to lose one every once in a yeah, while. You know how you win? You go better your life. Yeah. Without yeah. her. That's yes. how you win. You win. Yes, exactly. The What, what is it? The, uh, a, yeah. a good life, a well-lived life, but not a life that involves murder or suicide. That That's is a, a bad thing. Well, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem, you know, and, and uh, I believe usually... They're trying to get away from these guys because they're violent anyway. Yeah. So it's already set in motion that, like, yeah, this guy is a motherfucker, and uh, it's 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 very unfortunate. And uh, yeah, of course, but you know, these are the things that happened in the last uh, week here in New York City. By the way, I've missed you. I hope that you are uh, staying in touch. I want to tell you about a podcast called Thrill: The Thrill of the Kill. It's a new show that I am producing. I'm, I'm proud of the show. It's uh, it sounds great and it is has it's great content. It's my friend uh, ex exterminator and comedian Larry Izzo who interviews uh, alternating weeks comedians and then uh, exterminators. You know people who are in the pest control business. Uh, some of them for many many years. But the most recent episode is Kitty Lee, who is an entomologist and uh, only the second certified in uh, nuisance uh, pest. Uh, you know. Uh, nuisance animal uh, wildlife or something like that. It's a very, very interesting show, and you don't want to miss it. The Thrill of the Kill podcast. Find it wherever you find podcasts. Sounds great. Yeah. Here's one more. A Queens man. So we have, uh, actually, it looks like as if we have three boroughs, you know? Uh, so this happens all over, you know? In our bubble, like, oh my God, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> a Queens man uh, killed his wife. It was a real-life Bollywood horror story. And God knows Bollywood famous Sounds for its like a horror movie. films. <laughs> a Queen's monster fatally stabbed uh, his beautiful bartender wife, the Post uh, reports. Beautiful bartender wife then hanged himself from a tree. Jesus. Yeah. It's, that is, uh, that's some real uh, old-fashioned shit. And, and, and really, you know, the neighbors find out then. You know yeah, what I mean? that's for everybody to see. Don't put it out in front of the neighbors. He hanged himself from a tree. He was insanely jealous of a, of a rival, a quote-unquote rival, who was thousands of miles away. That's megastar Indian actor uh, Hrithik Roshan. Apparently, you can be a megastar with a weird name in India, I, although it's probably not a weird name there because a lot of their names are, you know, Russian, Timi, BBW, you know, like long stuff. But this is just uh, Hrithik, uh, Hrithik, which sounds like an adjective. That was Hrithik Roshan. Uh, now, he was jealous of this guy. Uh, her name was... Uh, but she doesn't really know the guy. It's just some Bollywood stuff. It's just some actor. If I you killed know. everybody that was on my wife's list. My God. I mean, <laughs> are you kidding? We'll sit there watching TV, news or Mandy Stadmiller and I, and she'll say, like, oh, that guy's sexy or whatever. No, she's not obsessed or enthralled. Uh, enthral- However, if she was, I doubt I would fatally stab her. Uh, this 27-year-old Don Dojoy, or Dojoy, Don DeJoy. She was enthralled by the Hindi heartthrob soul for performance and performances and lissom dancing. That's a, an adjective I don't know. Lissom. Uh, an innocent infatuation, but it sent her husband, uh, Dineshwar Buditat, 
This is really out there. Booty dot. 33 into fits of rage. He's a few years. He's only six years old. But yeah, she really liked the actor, and uh, he he was in a rage about it. I've never been jealous of a star, truly. I haven't. But I have been jealous of another person that... I knew that the girl I was dating would not sleep with. That was her brother. And the brother was a little brother, and they they fawn on them, and they brag about them, and you're always hearing about how great they are. When you can look at them and see, this is just some fucking dude. You know what I mean? What are you, what are you seeing here that you think is so, oh, the girls are always just throwing themselves at them. I, I doubt it. Who cares, anyway? Why don't you shut up? Why don't you throw yourself <laughs> at my dick? Exactly. And I felt like it was on purpose. Passive aggressive. It's creepy that you do that, honey. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. And, and then and then if you say something like that, she's like, oh what? Oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna fuck my brother. Oh, 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 oh. Then you gotta deal with that forever now. She told me she was at home watching a movie or listening to a song. That's her friend uh Mala Ramdani, fifty-two years old, a karaoke singer at Gemini's Ultra Lounge in Ozon Park. I didn't know that, that was a job. I like how they gave my commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must mention Gemini's. How is a Tuesday ca- karaoke night? Carry, uh, who's a karaoke singer? I don't understand that. If you, uh, she told me that uh, she was at home watching a movie or listening to a song with Roshan in it, <laughs> and uh, he would uh, ask her to take it off because uh, he would get so jealous. Look, I mean, when you see it annoys the guy. Of course, you're going to be a little like, you know, I, you, you don't play it up, but she probably thought, oh, it's cute. Yeah. It's cute how jealous it makes him. Uh, on the other hand, I mean, because there's no way she's not aware of this. You know, like, oh, he doesn't really like that. Sure so I'm going to I'm gonna try and like, you know, maybe just kind of like build him up and try to help him get over his weird fucking jealousy of this guy who is in India. She told me uh, she was home watching the movie, as I said, and that she had to take it off. He would get so jealous. Any movie he acted in, she wanted to see it. From Donnie said of Roshan, uh, whose latest two Bollywood movies, War and Super 30, were blockbusters. Her favorite movie was Keho Na, Biar High. Oh, it's one of my favorites, yeah. too, actually. I, I mean, like, Roshar is good Sounds in that. Sounds like something you order from a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's uh, Indian for number two combo. <laughs> he said of the, uh, Ramdani said of the 2000 romantic thriller, that's her favorite movie, that, and that, that launched his career into superstardom. That was her favorite movie. Keho Na, Biar High. The title is uh, Hindi for Say You Are In Love. Mm. And not not say you are in love, but say dot dot dot, you are in love. Say you are in love. Say you are in love. Sorry, Rich. On her last day alive, <laughs> Friday, uh, Dujoy, who had uh, moved out Ooh. two weeks prior, agreed to stop by their old Ozone Park apartment where so many murders occur. Never go back. Don't go back. Don't agree Meet to go in back. If you have to. To watch a movie and chill with Booty Tot after her evening bartender shift. You well, know, that was that's sex. Let's guess. Let me guess who was the star of the movie they watched. <laughs> <laughs> this does not usually have a happy ending. Her friends don't know what Imagine. movie they watched, uh, what made the husband snap. But around 7.30 p.m., Booty Tot texted his wife's sister saying he had killed her and instructing that the key to the apartment could be found under a flower pot. Then he left behind his wife's. Uh, he left behind his wife's stabbed body. Hanged himself from a tree in a field nearby Howard Beach. Okay, so at least he Did took he it out the of the key? neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that's a, was the key under the pot. What a courteous murderer! Yeah, 
Listen, I don't want you to break the door. I don't want there to be a big mystery here. Yeah, and don't break the door. No reason to do that. All you got to do, uh, you know the flower pot with the, uh, yeah, that's where the key is. Go in, uh, and your sister's body will be there. <laughs> Stabbed to death. It's a huge mess, but just get the key. If you have any questions, I'm not going to be around much longer, but uh, Howard Beach area, uh, I'm, I'm tying a noose right now. I think he loved her, but at the same time, he was obsessed with her because of the job she did. She had a good, and then it's in brackets here, sexy body, which uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly you what don't these kill brackets them, mean. You, you have angry sex with them. Right. I have to agree with you. That's what you do. And then you leave, and then you come back, you have makeup sex. And you, you, who cares? And makeup sex is pretty profound because it's like such a relief. Now I don't really feel 100% angry anymore, but anything that's left, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work it out here. And not only that, but... You know, you're sort of like when you're fighting that every fight contains the germ of the idea that you're breaking up. Yeah. Even though, you know, like we've done this before, but there's always that like little hint of separation anxiety, I think. 15 years now I've been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys live together, think how much oh, you'd fight. No, no. She looked good. She always made her money. So he was uh, probably jealous of her. Uh, Dujoy would tell her friends that he was um, controlling, even violent. She talked about him abusing her, controlling her, beating her, scaring her, oh. threatening to kill her. Hey, you want to come over and watch a movie? Yeah, all the signs are there. I mean, you <laughs> want to come over, watch a movie and chill? Uh, domestic violence? <laughs> I don't know. Do you intend to abuse me? Will you <laughs> That's control the problem. me? Don't go You must back. beat me. You must scare me. I mean, like, obviously, the woman liked being threatened. There you go. She loved being beaten, and she loved being afraid. Can't imagine She's why. She's one of these, like, like, they like a roller coaster. Why else would you would you go there voluntarily to to uh, I mean it says like watch a movie and chill but this is not a chill guy. Well, that is boring. How are the cops supposed to protect you? You get an order of protection and then you invite the guy in upon your convenience. You know what I mean? Was it's, there an order? Was there an order of protection getting, in this case? I thought so. And then you're getting in a cage with the tiger. But an order of protection, look, it, it it's a shame that it doesn't do more than it does because like women get those and and I I don't know what sense of security it does provide them but it does provide a legal groundwork for like when some shit does happen they might know where to go they might know i mean more likely of course you always know it's the boyfriend but uh or husband but it it starts a, a process you know and and usually it's just part of an overall thing i opted against doing it when i had when i was being stalked i didn't get the order of protection just because i figured so far, so good. And, like, if she does come after me, it's not going to be in such a way that I can uh, take advantage of this order. Yeah, somebody's going to come after you and How try you to kill you. How do you like that pussy now? The, the protection is not going to, the order is not going to help you. No. I mean, not unless oh it's, my uh, God. you know. And all the people moved out of a throwing more. star, maybe, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. She never took it seriously, though, is what I it says. Even though he was controlling her, beating her, scaring her, threatening to kill her, she never took it seriously. call that a Wednesday at my house. You know what I mean? she Because she... She loved him, it says, you know. Ugh. That's it. She loved him. And uh, when you love somebody, I guess it blinds you to, like, some of their more extreme qualities. I could see that in the beginning, but after all this bullshit. Like, this guy loved her, which is probably why he couldn't see past her. Uh, I mean, like, why he, why he clearly recognized what he considered to be flaws, didn't he? Maybe he didn't love her at all, huh? When a woman has a sexy body like that, works at a bar... Maybe he was like just sort of um, he was making it about you know this actor, but it was really about the guy yeah. the guy at the bar. Yeah. Uh, Dujoy's aunt Sylvan Dujoy called her tragic niece, a lovely young lady, a beautiful girl. She was intelligent, uh, and she worked hard, and that's those are qualities that are 
sorely lacking in in so many of the murdered women of today. Now, uh, the husband, she said, was a coward. Who acts like that? Lift your hands against a woman. That's a cowardly act. Yeah. There's no reason for him to do what he did. It's unbelievable. That's true. He had no right to do what he did. I agree with every word she just said. Yep. No reason, no right. No He's reason a... to put your hands on anyone, guy or girl. But if it gets to that point, time to move on. Oh, yeah. You got to just fucking, yeah, get a life, sir. So, yeah, try to contain all your... All your anger. Yes, uh, I never get like continue. that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know you. Never, I can't imagine no, I what don't. this is Wait, going to. Oh, I think I'm talking to myself. Try to contain your anger <laughs> and uh, don't do anything weird, Pat Dixon. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. And I have an alibi. I might need it. Is it over?